Jesus says, she has done a beautiful thing to me. We've all read this story in Mark chapter 14, verses three through nine, but it is a beautiful thing to Jesus, what she does. This story is sandwiched between two things. In verse two, the Pharisees are trying to kill him. Verse 10, Judas goes out to betray him. But this story of this woman's worship and love for the Lord is startling. It's striking. It moves the heart. I want to talk about 11 things that can be seen in it. If you're not familiar with the story, just a quick rundown. She goes to this person's house that's not her own. She goes to Jesus while he's reclining at the table. She takes an expensive perfume. She pours it on his head, empties the contents on his head. This makes people mad and because they felt like something better could have been done with that expensive perfume like sold and then the money given to the poor they scold her jesus defends her jesus questions their motives and he says that she has given to him of what she had and he the mofat version of the bible it says she has done a beautiful thing to me um, and he says that the memory of her and what she has done will go with the gospel everywhere that's incredible. But here's 11 things that I pull from the story that I think you'll really enjoy. They move me. It touches my heart and reminds me of this, this place that we can live in, a place of love and enjoyment of Jesus. Number one, she went to a house that was not hers, which shows me his presence was even more important than protocol. I think what we can draw from this is that uh, the value Jesus has in our lives is determined by whether or not we allow people to distract us from Him. Uh, another way to say it is if we uh, live our lives by what people may think of us, we may never come to Him. That's the first point. The second point is she's an opportunist. She doesn't come to him while he's talking or while he's teaching or while he's sleeping or while he's eating to pour the water. She comes to him when he's reclining at the table. Once it opens, she takes it. And I think this is indicative of that kind of love heart that looks for opportunities to be with him. What does this look like? It looks like you look at your day and you see an opening in the day of a couple of hours and you say, I'm looking for opportunities to pour oil upon him. And you say, I'm going to take some of that time to pour oil, to do something beautiful to this beautiful one. Number three, the perfume is, it's not a leftover. It's not worth little. It's extremely valuable. Uh, she could have done something else with it. Uh, she could have chosen to gain personally from it, but she chooses to give all of it to him. Uh, it's perfume, which is interesting because it's only for pleasure. There's nothing she can gain from this. It's only a gift of love to him, very valuable to her. So we will give him of what we have in proportion to our love. That's the third point. We will give to him of what we have in proportion to our love. How much value does Jesus have? 
that will be determined by what we give unto him. Uh, number four, she gives all of it. Uh, she receives nothing for herself or or she doesn't reserve anything for another day. She's all in, in the moment. That's what worship really is. Lord, here I am unreserved, giving myself completely over to you. She recognizes him as the anointed one. You know, anointed means to have oil on you. She pours oil on him. It's almost as if she is declaring by action, you are, and I believe you to be the uh, the anointed one one uh, you know it was customary for uh, guests to be anointed with oil when they came into someone's house but she pours all the oil on him which means to me he's the only one in the room to her <laughs> he's all that matters <laughs> to her uh, the next point is number five her display of love makes others mad now she gives this perfume to him that is equivalent to 300 days wages almost an entire year is what this is expensive it makes other people mad i think if we are going to walk in a way of worship living intimate lives with the lord to know his kisses and his sweet touch and to run away into the cleft of the rock and enjoy the sweetness of it. if we're going to live that way we've got to expect resistance resistance is to be expected uh, something in the good deed activity category of men's hearts is restless when we stop to just give jesus full attention and highest place something is restless there and i think that our lack of understanding if you will of his worth and this is point number six the lack of our understanding of his worth causes us to elevate things done for him over that which is to him <laughs> you see the natural man says there's nothing to show for what she has done. There's nothing to show for worship. I think that's what makes private prayer so special because only God sees it. It's for Him and Him alone. Let's never place what can be done over Him. Uh, point number seven is not only does it cause resistance in, from men, but even a resistance in that human part of us that causes even thoughts and actions to discourage it. That part of us that is uh, judging ourselves, saying we're not doing anything. This is not that important. Nothing's coming from this. This is rising from uh, frustrations that come from a low view of Jesus. <laughs> rising from frustrations that come from low views of Christ. Um, one of the things that John Gill says about this frustration that they have with her and their scolding of her is he calls it resentment. He's trying to say that the love that she's displaying, the depth of the love she's displaying is exposing the shallowness of their love and this makes them upset. <laughs> but here's the thing, uh, no matter what men say or what resistance comes to us for treasuring Christ and treasuring time with him and, and prioritizing time just to pour oil on him, no matter what 
opposition comes to us, remember, Jesus will oppose those who oppose you in your time with him. If you seek God, you you will have God as your defense. If people come against you for your intimacy with the Lord, do not defend yourself because then you will forfeit Christ's defending of you. (laughs) Jesus shoots an arrow directly into the heart of the matter by asking why to them. He exposes motive, which means this is a heart issue. I think we can check our hearts by our treasuring of the presence of Christ, treasuring time in the presence of Christ. The next point is he shows her good deed is still a good deed, but its motive is only him. He calls this beautiful. Maybe the heart that forgets everything else and looks only to him is the attractive beauty to the Lord. Forget your people and your father's house and the king will desire your beauty. It's just this single eye that is attractive uh, to the Lord. Not only does she recognize who he is, but she anoints him, quote, for burial, which is interesting. It's almost as if she's the only one in the room that realizes what's coming. Maybe her glowing heart caused her to see his purposes. Praise God. We will know the purposes of Christ and identify with them to the degree our hearts glow and light that way. Jesus doesn't discourage good deeds to men, but reveals that his presence trumps good deeds to men. He proves that their lack of recognition of him and his purposes is the heart of why they see what she's doing to be insignificant. But Jesus is saying, this is beautiful. Uh, Her offering comes from her. He actually says it like this. She had, she did. That's the exact wording. She had and she did. So what she did came forth from what she was. Her value of him, as John Gill says, it was the expression of her faith in him and her love to him. Gill also writes, it was revealed to her probably by the Holy Spirit that Jesus would quickly die and that time was running out and she would not be able to soon pour the oil on his head. So this from what she is, is how she acts. And that is what Jesus is most interested in. Is it coming from what you are, not just what you do? Uh, She will be eternalized. This girl would be eternalized for what she's done. The actual wording here, um, when it says in memory of her, the word uh, memory comes from a word that actually has to do with the way ancient stories were told. And it's the literary genius of tenacious memory, (laughs) which is what was leaned upon for the passing on of stories. What's the conclusion of all these points? It's this. Jesus is more worthy than anyone. Jesus is more worthy than any deed. Jesus is more worthy than any money. Jesus is more worthy than anything. I pulled this quote from A.T. Pearson on Mary's anointing of Jesus. He says, this monument to Jesus fills the whole world with its fragrance still. (laughs) And then he says this remarkable statement. What a hint there is here 
for those who wish to leave permanent memorials. In other words, look at what she's doing. He sees it as beautiful and it lasts forever. Take that as a hint, as a thing that's most valuable. Wesley writes, she did not wish to hold anything back. She offered up all. She gave away all. Her all was a tribute worthy of the king. You see, guys, to her, he's worthy. To them, it was wasted. To her, he is more than good people. To her, he is more than good things. To her, he is more than good deeds. And they scold her, but she doesn't respond because she's beholding him. She doesn't respond to the scolding because she's beholding. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, what a statement. What a statement. So may the Lord do this in you and I in a fresh way to realize his great value. And don't let anybody look down on you for choosing to block out time to, to be with God. To, don't let anybody look down on you for being an opportunist, trying to find those moments where you can be with the Lord. Don't let anybody look down on you for not letting people dictate whether or not you're going to pour everything out on God. Don't let anybody dictate how much you give to the Lord of your heart. As I wrote this down here, Matthew Henry says that the ointment was the best of her affections. The ointment is that the best of our affections. Don't let anybody get in the way of you pouring everything you are on Jesus, because to him, this is a beautiful thing done to him. God bless you guys. Don't forget, I meet with my partners on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to join, become a partner and be a part of our mentoring program, I'll put a link down below. Uh, blessings to you. Let's give Jesus all that he's worth. And may we be like this wonderful man says, the monument to Jesus, her monument to Jesus fills the whole world with its fragrance still. Praise God. <laughs>